This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Don't go ask for help from somebody who's single. That's not the help you want. If I want to learn how to be a world-class athlete, I'm not going to go ask some dude who has never walked in the shoes of being a world-class athlete or isn't currently a world-class athlete. Welcome to the Husband's Coach's Corner, the podcast that teaches husbands how to love their wife every day and become better men in the process. I'm your host, Chris Scott, a.k.a. The Husband Coach. Welcome back to another podcast here on The Husband Coach's Corner. Today, we're talking about the best advice that I have ever received when it comes to marriage. Now, there's a lot of advice that I've heard over the years, and I've shared some of it on previous episodes of this particular podcast. However, today I'm going to really hone into about five different things that I've heard over the years from various people, and I think that there'll be value added. Now, before we dive into the content, I will ask that whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on, if you wouldn't mind giving the show a review, a rate, whatever it may be that you can do for the show, I would greatly appreciate it. It just helps get this podcast into the ears of those that are uh, hopefully seeking to improve their marriage. Now, if you know of someone, then I ask that you share this podcast with that person and just say, hey, you know what? I think this podcast will really be a huge help for your marriage and for your relationship with your wife overall. So with all of that stuff out of the way, let's go ahead and dive right into the very first piece of advice that I've ever received, or at least the first piece that's on this list. I can't remember the very first piece, uh, but the very first one comes from my wife's grandfather. And I remember sitting in his living room when I was still dating Crystal and we were, or maybe we were married at this time. We've been together for quite a while, but I remember him leaning over to me and he said, Hey, Chris, no matter what you do, don't edge God out. Now, at this time, you know, for those of you who know or have heard this podcast, you know that I'm an ordained minister. Uh, at this time, I was just a teenager, probably about 17, 18 years old. I don't know. And I just remember him leaning over and saying, don't edge God out. Now, I don't know what age you are, but Let's just reverse if you're or think back to when you were 18 years old. And, you know, in my mind, this was just like a simple. Yeah, don't edge God out. Got it. Whatever. That's easy. And that's what I remember when I heard it. But over the years of developing my relationship with God and developing my relationship with my wife, there's this distinct reason not to edge God out. And it's purely because without the ordinance and the uh, blessing of God on our marriage, there's so many things that Crystal and I would not have survived. And had I edged God out and in those moments when I thought that I could do it all on my own, that's when I really ran into some challenges and struggles in, 
in our marriage. And I was realizing, you know what, I'm starting to edge God out. So I got to reel myself back in or uh, seek him primarily. And when I do that, my marriage, it just thrives. Our marriage grew and it was so amazing. So, you know, I don't know what spurred him to tell me this or say it. He just said, hey, don't edge God out in your marriage. Like, that's the most important thing. And I was, I just, you know, again, I, it caught me by surprise. I was like, oh, well, whatever. Yeah. You know, 18-year-old me not really taking heed to the advice until I realized how important it actually is. And that's one of the things that I think you're going to see is a trend in today's episode, because a lot of the advice that I received over the years, at the time that I received it, maybe I took heed to it, but most of it I forgot about until I sat down earlier today and said, you know what, what is the best advice I've ever received just based off of some questions that I've been asked over the past couple months about advice, like what's the best piece of advice that you could give me about marriage, things of that sort. And I was like, okay, well, I know what I would tell people now, but what is the best advice that I have ever received? And is any of it the stuff that I share, which the very first one, don't edge God out. Absolutely. One of those pieces of advice that I continue to pass on to this day, especially to those who are believers in Christ. Now, the second piece was show up daily. I don't know where I received this particular advice from, but I do distinctively remember that I was told to show up daily and there's a difference, right? And maybe this, this came from my athletic backing where when I showed up to practice you could physically be there and that's good. But mentally, if you're not there, then you're not developing your IQ. You're not developing your ability to actually perform under pressure when things start to really matter. And that's where I think this particular piece of advice came from. I don't know if someone personally told me this and if it was even centered around marriage itself or if it was just show up daily when I'm at practice and be present, right? Uh, we've heard so many people, I've even talked about being present. And the whole concept of showing up daily really comes down to the fact that when you are spending time with your family, when you are spending time with your wife, you just need to show up and you need to be present in the moment. And that's really what this piece of advice is, is clinging to. Because Whenever I show up for my wife, it's so much different than when I'm just physically around my wife and I, we click, there's like this radiance between the two of us. And, uh, there's this synergy, there's this energy, there's this joy, there's this peace. And it's all because I'm applying myself to our marriage. Now, my wife, she naturally shows up daily uh, it's just one of the things that is a part of her personality and her character. For me, I actually have to put in a little bit of effort and work to show up daily. And it, it you know, as bad as this is going to sound, it kind of drains me to show up 
in the capacity that my wife can show up. And I've learned I cannot match my wife in this. Uh, she's just so much better at this than me. And this is something that just comes natural to her. She is just a wonderful people person. And I am a good people person. I love people. I enjoy interacting with people, but I can easily be distracted and tune out. My wife, on the other hand, she's conversational. She can listen. She can hold. She loves to talk. She loves conversations. I like them. I could appreciate them. I don't know if I could say I love them. I enjoy activities. So if there's an activity centered around a conversation, that's me. That's how I can show up. And honestly, that's how I personally show up with my wife. If we're doing something, I can hold a conversation so much better with her than if we're just sitting down and talking. Now, if you have been a longtime listener of this show, you know that I do take time to spend with my wife every single day. And that is what I'm talking about as part of showing up daily. It's in those moments, you know, 15, 30 minutes, an hour, whatever it may be. It's in those moments when I'm showing up and I'm being present for my wife, uh, which, you know, if I'm being completely honest at the time of the recording of this podcast, I haven't been the greatest at doing that. So I'm working on that. And hopefully that brings some comfort to those of you who think like, oh, man, Chris must be like this perfect husband. I've told you many times I am not a perfect husband. I am just the best husband that my wife will ever have because I'm the only husband that my wife is going to have. <laughs> and not only that, it's because I'm committed to loving my wife. That's why I am the best husband and why I will be the only husband, because we are and not just loving, but also cherishing my wife uh, because I love and cherish her. Our marriage is going to continue to grow. It may not grow fast. It may not be perfect. It may not match what the people across the streets marriage looks like, but it's definitely going to be a marriage that we're going to have together. And it's our journey. It's our story. It's our life. And that's what I love about it. And that all happens because I show up with my wife every single day, which is honestly the crux behind the show. That's why this comes as the second piece of advice, because I think that this is the second very uh, valuable piece of advice. Again, not sure if I heard this specifically for marriage or if I received this because I was training. But nonetheless, when you show up daily, you can be present. You can understand things about your wife that you may miss if you just show up on the surface level. I love to go deeper with my wife, even though sometimes that gets a little uncomfortable because again, my wife is a better conversational person than I am. She's better at her emotional intelligence than I am. And when I have to get into the feels with her and the, the emotions with her, sometimes that can get a little awkward because she is a very emotional person. And I, by by, uh, you know, just natural being, I have emotions. I express my emotions, but I don't let them, uh, drive me most of the time. So nonetheless, show up daily. It's important. Your wife needs you to show up daily for her. And it could be something as simple as, Hey, let's just sit down and have a cup of coffee and tell me what it is that you plan to do for the rest of the week. 
we recently started to plan out our months with our family. And this is actually a lot of fun. So if you have older kids and they're doing things like my kids are from dance classes to sewing camps to uh, events with their friends, all kinds of stuff, right? Kids have lives too. And in order to balance the life with my wife, I have to make sure that I understand where we are in time and space throughout the month. And so now what I used to do with my wife, where we would plan what it is that we had going on or whatever it may be. Now I do that with the entire family and we sit down at the end of every month and say, okay, what are we doing the next month? And this is one of those opportunities where you can really show up. So this goes so much more than showing up uh, on the surface level and so much more than just with your wife, right? Because as the husband, you're the leader of the family. And if you have children, you have to lead them. That's just the, the bottom line. But if you practice showing up daily for your wife and if you practice showing up daily for your kids... That's a whole nother conversation. Maybe we'll make a podcast episode talking about that. But if you show up daily for your wife, it makes it easier to show up uh, for the entire family and be able to lead them appropriately. So I think I've, you know, definitely hit on the showing up daily, the importance of that for this particular segment. So Moving on to the next piece of advice that I always recommend and that came recommended to me again, not sure where I heard this, but don't quit. Ask for help. This probably came from a book. If I'm being completely honest, I've read so many books and listened to so many podcasts because I'm a I'm a forever student of learning uh, not only the techniques out there that are available to build marriage, but also the ideas and concepts around relationships in general. And I'm pretty confident this came from a book, but I don't know which book. And it just essentially was saying, don't quit on your relationship. Because when you quit on your relationship, you never actually learned anything. You just gave up. And when you give up, Sometimes the breakthrough or the thing that's going to elevate you or escalate you to the next level was just one step away. But because you decided to quit, you never got to experience that. And you get into this rut and this cycle. And when it comes to marriage, I think that this is probably one of the second most important pieces of advice that I could give uh, outside of don't edge God out. And maybe even more important than showing up daily, uh, because if you don't quit and you ask for help, you're going to improve. Marriage is tough. You heard it from me. Marriage is tough. It's not easy. It's one of those things bringing two people together with two different backgrounds, especially if you come from different countries and cultures and families. And if there's an age gap between the two of you. Man, marriage is not easy. It's it's hard. It is. It really is. But it's not impossible. There's so many successful marriages. Unfortunately, the divorce of or marriages that end in divorce seem to get the spotlight. It gets the attention. 
And that's devastating, which is why, you know, I, I make this podcast because I want to help all of my men out there, the guys that are finding ways to love their wives every day and want to show up and be present and, and building their relationship with their wife. That's what this podcast is about to be, hopefully an inspiration. But if you're at that point where you're like, I want to give up on my marriage. I want to give up on this relationship. I'm tired of this woman. I'm tired of all of these things. She can't do this. She can't do that. If you find yourself in like this negative space of problems and challenges, man, don't quit. Ask for help. Because when you ask for help, then you're going. And when I say ask for help, I mean, genuinely ask for help. All right. You got to go find somebody who really wants to help you. I've already made plenty of episodes talking about this, but I'll say it again. You need someone in your corner that has your best interest for your marriage in mind. Don't go ask for help from somebody who is going through a divorce or is already divorced. Don't go ask for help from somebody who's single. Like that's not th th that's not the help you want, right? If I want to learn how to be a world-class athlete, I'm not going to go ask some dude who has never walked in the shoes of being a world-class athlete or isn't currently a world-class athlete. In fact, I don't even want someone who was a world-class athlete to be my coach unless that is something that they really focus on. Like they were always a world-class athlete. Uh, or I'm sorry, they, they focus on coaching world-class athletes, right? I want someone who is a world-class athlete or who maybe just stepped out of the role of being a world-class because I want that person to be my mentor because they are literally living the thing that I want to achieve at the moment. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. That's why... You can't go ask your single friends. You can't go ask the dudes who go through divorce. And you definitely don't want to go to the guy who's like, yeah, man, uh, just divorce her. And, or even worse, the, the person who says, well, have an affair. And as sad as this is, there are so many people out there that tell other men to just go out and have an affair or they encourage it or they commend a man for having an affair. And, you know. I don't. Let me be the first one to tell you, I do not commend you to have an affair uh, because that's just not a good look. It's actually detrimental to your overall relationship. It's a detriment to you as a person and your character, uh, your morals and your values. Right. 
And if that's hidden home and that kind of stings for some of the people that are listening, because maybe that's something either you are uh, currently in an affair or you were thinking about having an affair. Hey, look, tough love, right? You need someone who's going to tell you the truth and who's not going to stroke your ego or appease you for the thing that you deeply desire just because uh, it sounds good. And, you know, our culture says that it's okay to do this. I'm going to be the first person to tell you if you, if no one else is telling you, I'm going to tell you, no, that's not okay to do it. It is a detriment to your relationship. And if you are listening to this podcast, then my prayer and my hope is that you are looking to build your marriage, build your relationship and really grow. So don't quit. Ask for help. Now, I'm in the middle of trying to figure out what the best way of me being a husband coach for the masses uh, is, because if you've listened to any of my previous episodes, you know that I used to offer coaching and I just don't have the bandwidth or capacity to offer coaching in the way that I once did. So I'm looking at some alternatives, ways that I can still get you content and get you uh, coaching information, if that's something that you're looking for um, on a monthly basis, but I just can't do it in the one-on-one capacity like I was doing. That was just getting uh, very overwhelming and was causing some uh, some issues in my marriage, right? So I can't be a good coach to you if I'm not actually taking care of the marriage that I'm in with my wife, right? So just stay tuned. I, um, I, I do have a few options that I'm exploring and I will hopefully have that announced by the end of September, 2023. So if you're listening to this later, maybe you already know what that's going to look like, but as of right now, I don't have it fully locked in. So stay tuned for that. So those are the first three pieces of advice I received. The first one, don't edge God out. That one came from my wife's grandfather. The second one, is show up daily. Again, not sure where I heard this one. The third one that I just covered, don't quit, ask for help. That is so important. And again, I don't even think that that piece of advice was so much centered towards marriage as much as it was centered towards some of the other things that I was exploring. And when I thought about it, it really applied to marriage. And that's why I share this with people because I'm, I, I want to combat divorce. I'm on a mission to help husbands that are on the borderline of deciding if a divorce is something that they should go through. And I want to take them off that line and move them back towards loving their wives and building their relationship 1% at a time. If that's all it can, if that's all it can really endure, but that's the goal because I don't want to see husbands walk away from their wives and see families and generations destroyed because of divorce. Now, the fourth piece of advice, always work on your marriage. Now, that piece came from my dad. And I remember the day that my dad told me this. Uh, we were actually driving to my college graduation, my undergraduate, and he was sitting in the passenger seat. I was playing some music and uh, he was like, you know, Chris, I want to talk to you. And I was like, all right, cool, whatever. What you, What do you got? And he's like, you know, I want to talk to you about your marriage. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was all ears, right? 
uh, because my dad has never told me, at least until that moment, uh, that he wanted to talk to me about my marriage. And he said, always work on it. And I was like, okay, that duh, always work on my marriage. And then he went further and he just said, it's easy to get complacent in marriage because everything is just the way that you would expect it to be. But instead of being complacent with your wife, be more proactive in developing the relationship. And I think I was about 22, 23 years old at this point. Uh, Crystal and I, we were probably around five years of marriage. I don't know exactly. Uh, And I was like, okay, fine. You know, like completely just over my head at the moment. Um, But over the years, as that advice of always work on your marriage really started to set in with Crystal and I going to some marriage councils, uh, going to marriage conferences and just these these uh, enriching retreats where other people were pouring into our marriage. I realized just how important it was to work on our marriage. And sometimes what I think happens is you feel like you only need to work on your marriage when things are going bad. When something's going wrong, when something's not going right. And the truth of the matter is you should be working on your marriage every single day, which again, this goes back to showing up daily. But what I've noticed in a lot of people that I've talked with is they don't want to work on their marriage daily. They don't want to work on their marriage monthly. They want to work on their marriage when their wife gets to a point where she wants to leave or she wants a break or something else where maybe she is out doing things that she has no real business doing. And then it's like, okay, I got to start working on my marriage. And, you know, this actually from a, a, a good sampling of the husbands that I've worked with in the past, They've told me like, well, Chris, I I haven't really, I've been working on my marriage. I've been showing up daily. I've been loving my wife. I've been doing all these things and she's still going out and doing X, Y, Z. And that's causing so many issues. And so my question to them is, well, what does it look like when you show up daily? Are you physically there or are you mentally and emotionally present? Because if you're physically there and you count, and you count that as showing up daily, then no, you didn't show up daily because your wife needs you in the emotional capacity as well as in the mental capacity, not just the physical. So you can start working there. How do you show up mentally and emotionally on a daily basis for your wife? Then I say, okay, well, uh, when you say you work on your marriage, what is your guys's routine like? Not just uh, do you guys just wake up, you go to work, you come home and you eat dinner, you go to bed and then you rinse and repeat. What is your routine like? Are you guys actually engaging in doing stuff together? When was the last time that you bought your wife flowers? 
which if you've listened to this podcast, you know that I am terrible at buying flowers, but my wife loves them. And every time that I buy flowers, I'm building our marriage. And I know this, which is why I, I try to buy her flowers at least every other month. I used to buy them every month and you know, that's just not genuine to me, but instead I, I, I do supplement with other things. And my wife understands that because my wife is also working on our marriage and she's also working on showing up daily for me. So how are you working on your marriage? And is it a consistent thing? Because if you've gotten to a point where you're just being complacent, you're like, yep, my wife is here and she's always going to be here. Unfortunately, that is a terrible, terrible mindset because that's not a fulfilling marriage. That's not a marriage where your wife is going to feel cherished and she's probably going to start to resent you over time. And that's going to hurt you. So ask yourself, how am I working on my marriage? What are things that I need to do? Maybe I need to work on finances and sharing those with my wife. Maybe we need to talk about a budget. Hey, do, do we work out together? Or am I taking the kids to places and giving my wife time to reset and rest? Or there's so many different ways that you can really work on your marriage. These are things that you would have to unpack for yourself in your own relationship. But definitely start looking into that. How am I building my marriage? How am I working on my marriage? So now we're coming to the fifth and final piece of the advice. And this, or at least for this episode, right? There's tons of information and advice that will be coming out in later episodes. But in this particular episode, the final piece of advice that I would give you is don't be afraid to talk about money. Now, I alluded to that in the previous one where I was talking about ways that you can work on your marriage is to talk about your finances. Well, what I have noticed from a few husbands that I've worked with is they're afraid to share what their finances really look like with their wife for multiple reasons. I won't uh, judge anyone because the reasons are what they are, right? But don't be afraid to talk about money with your wife. And the reason for that is if you don't talk to her about the money, this becomes one of those elusive pieces to your relationship and there's always going to be mis and there's always going to be mystery surrounding that particular part of your relationship however if you run through and you start talking about your finances and if it is as transparent as you can absolutely get with your finances that is going to benefit you so much another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Much more. The reason is money has become one of the number one things that causes relationships to fail, marriages to fail, and issues to happen. So if you aren't taking care of the finances appropriately, you're likely going to run into the trap of your wife feeling like you're hiding things, especially if there's debt involved. Because let me tell you, debt is not just for one person. It's for both people in the marriage. If my wife came into the marriage with student loans and I came into the marriage with student loans, it's now a combined debt. Regardless of if we both work and we both pay off our own student loans based off of the paycheck that we receive, it's still a combined debt. Because all of the money that comes into the relationship, and I am not one of those subscribers and I never coach any uh, couple or husband to do the uh, my money is my money and her money is, or I'm sorry, her money is her money and my money is her money mindset. That is an awful, that is an awful, awful mindset. I can't stand it. It doesn't work. And it's not healthy for any marriage that wants to be successful because it starts to put division into the marriage. So instead, if both people are working, my recommendation is always, how are you guys tackling the budget together? All right. And the, obviously on the budget, you're going to have your bills. You're going to have uh, expenses of entertainment. You're going to have groceries. You're going to have all those things mapped out inside of your budget. And then you talk to each other and you say, OK, what is it that I'm going to have or what is it that I'm going to pay for out of my paycheck or the paycheck that I receive? And what is it that's going to be paid for out of the paycheck that you receive? Now, the way that I really recommend it, and you know, I'm not a financial advisor, but in my coaching capability, I always recommend a joint account. Specifically for the bills, because if you want to have individual accounts for other things, then that's fine. But all of the money that goes into whatever the budget, the agreement is for the bills, you put that into a joint account. And then that joint account is only used to pay for the bills uh, and all the things that you need to live. So groceries, uh, whatever it may be, anything that's entertainment based outside of monthly bills for like Internet and cell phones and stuff like that. Right. Uh, those can come from the personal accounts. Because you don't need to go to Disneyland. But if you choose to, because you, you have the financial means to do that, those types of expenses should come out of someone's personal account. And if I had my way, the way that I always advise is both people take turns, right? So if you have a joint account, or I'm sorry, individual accounts, uh, the husband will pay for one expense of or 
one entertainment expense. And then the next time the wife will pay for an entertainment expense. And then you guys just flip flop. However, that works out. There's so many ways that you could do this. And this is not a bad thing. You know, it's not a bad thing because this is how you can show love to one another. Specifically speaking to husbands, this is a way that you can take your wife out on a date and you can say, hey, I'm going to date you just like before you guys got married and you would work, assuming you had a job and you would have to have the money to take your wife out on a date. So, look, it's the exact same concept. Just because you got married doesn't mean that that has to go away. But the only way that you can really get to something like this is if you guys start talking about money. Don't be afraid to talk about money. So I think I'm going to leave it there because I hit on five of the key pieces of advice that I always seem to uh, replicate inside of my coaching sessions. Uh, And just to recap, they always go with, or I'm sorry, and just to recap, it starts with don't edge God out. Then the second one is show up daily. The third one, don't quit, ask for help. The fourth one, always work on your marriage. And then the fifth one, don't be afraid to talk about money. It is a true honor to show up and bring this podcast to you guys. And I hope that it's a blessing to you and your family and your marriage. Now, if you got questions or you want to get in contact with me, then check the show notes or description box, whatever your platform for streaming has. Uh, or you can just email me at the husband or husbandcoach2020 at gmail.com. The Chris at marriagedrills.com email address doesn't work anymore. So if you see that anywhere, uh, please don't use that. I'm trying to clear that from the platforms, but I'm a one person show here. And it doesn't always, things don't happen quickly, all right? But the goal here, if you need to get in contact with me, one of the best ways to do it is by emailing me, husbandcoach at, I'm sorry, husbandcoach2020 at gmail.com. And with that, I'm going to leave the episode. So I want you guys to find a way to love your wife every day. Peace.